And I didn't know what I was doing, but that LPN and nurse assistant, you know, picked me up and got me through it. You know, they led me. Hey, what's going on? You're listening to the Live Leaderly Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Alba. Here on the show, we invite guests from all walks to share their stories about leadership, which just become stories about life. I ask that with the people in your life, please tell your story, listen to theirs, but in the meantime, we'll do it together here on the Live Leaderly Podcast. And joining us on the show today, Senior Sales Consultant at David Weekly Homes, Gwyneth Murphy. Gwen, welcome to the show. How are you today? Great, Darren. Uh, thank you so much for having me. So thankful to, to have you on. Where are you uh, calling in from today? I am calling in from Plano, Texas. Plano, Texas. Suburb north of Dallas. All right. Well, Gwen, a uh, icebreaker question I like to ask people is if they have a first memory of leadership they can think back to, maybe when you were a kid or a teenager. Oh, Do you, do you remember what that was for you? I think it came probably from my stepmother. Um, some of the best advice I got was nobody's going to take care of you but yourself. That has stuck with me for a long time. Probably um, my drive. I, I can't ever remember not working. You know, I started babysitting probably in the fourth grade and I've, you know, foot's been on the pedal ever since then. So that was advice that stuck with me. From uh, you said your stepmother that my stepmother, yeah, yeah. Don't depend on anyone else but you. It's fantastic advice. Um, well, Gwen, could you share a little more about your background and, and where you're from? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was born in Anglewood, New Jersey, just right outside of New York City. My father was a Presbyterian minister. We moved to Montana and then ended up in Topeka, Kansas, where I lived from probably the second grade. On. So I, I grew up in Topeka, Kansas. My parents were very humble people. My father, like I just said, was a Presbyterian minister. Um, he suffered from mental health issues and alcoholism. So, you know, we had to deal with that. My mother was a home homemaker. Um, after my parents got divorced when I was in grade school, um, my mother went back to school and she became a teacher, taught home economics. I went to college in Kansas, it's Kansas State. I went to KU with a master's degree, and I graduated from Wichita State with a bachelor's degree in nursing. So I like to say it's March Madness time. I usually have a Kansas school deep in the in the in the tournament. So, um, so I graduated um, from Wichita State with a degree in nursing. Went to work in the emergency room at Research Medical Center in Kansas City, and then. I had to kind of to reinvent myself many times. Um, I got married. My husband moved frequently. Uh, we moved five times in seven years. So I ended up going to work for Marion Labs, which was a pharmaceutical company doing clinical research. So I went from nursing to doing clinical research. And then because of the moves, I had to go in to stay with the company. I had to go into sales. So that's how I got into sales. So I worked for 26 years in the pharma industry. Um, I was laid off with 1,700 people on a 30-second recorded conference call oh, wow. in 2010. <laughs> so I got to experience that sort of, uh, <laughs> that was a great experience. Um, and then I went to work for a reward and recognition company selling um, service awards, point programs. I was laid off from that um, company. And then I got hit with the... Um, Ageism and ageism is alive and well. I was 61 years old. No one would touch me. I, it took me a year to find a job. 
And I can't tell you how many jobs I applied for. Finally, a friend of me, friend said to me, what do you think about selling new homes? And you know, I needed a job. I thought, well, you know, I don't know anything about this, but I know how to sell. I can learn. And um, I've been with David Weekly for the last six years. Okay, well, quite a journey from uh, nurse, yeah, nursing to pharmaceuticals to selling homes. And then uh, moved all over, it, it seems. I, I spent a little time in Kansas as well when I was, I was younger. Um, but now you live in, in Plano. I live, yeah, I've lived in Plano longer than anywhere in my entire life. So. So, so quite a journey, lots of stops along the way. If you could go back to uh, an earlier Gwen, um, is there any kind of leadership advice that you think you could have benefited from um, you know, back in the day? Um, yeah, I think, you know, like I said, my, my parents were very humble. You know, I was fortunate enough that education was really important to them. I was, you know, they paid for my college. I didn't have to take that on, but they also expected me to perform. There was no coming home to live after college, and you were going to get good grades when you were there. Um, I wish that I had had somebody more in my life to guide me, to push me, to um, help me learn about myself that I could be a leader. You know, I kind of stumbled into leadership roles, and um, I just wish there was somebody there that had been, you know, guide me in my career path a little better. To help you along your path so you're not, uh, I guess, maybe struggling as much in the moment? Well, you know, I was in college. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, my gosh, you know, like going to West Point, all these fabulous West Pointers that, you know, are on your podcast and my friends and the, the leaderly people, you know, that was that was never an option. You know, it was never even closely on my radar mm-hmm. or, you know, those kind of opportunities. You know, I wish I wish I'd been exposed to that a little more. Uh, how how were you able to learn more about yourself and how you could make yourself a better leader along the way if you if you didn't have maybe some of those those earlier mentors? How did you I guess discover those things yourself? I, I thought a lot about what I was going to talk about on this podcast, and I think in the spirit of leaderly and how everybody can learn to lead, I can't think back on in in my entire career any great manager or boss I had that was you know, that gave me that aha moment. I really have had a string of pretty bad bosses. (laughs) I've had, you know, okay bosses, Mm -hmm. but, you know, no one that was, that really stands out is, you know, they made a huge difference in my life, but the people around me made a lot of difference. And, you know, I'm thought of an example of, I worked in a, a big hospital in Kansas City and I worked in the emergency room and my first night shift oh that was back in the day before emergency physicians so my my doc was a family practice doctor you know retired family practice doctor we'd have to call an anesthesiologist to intubate a patient because the family practice doctor couldn't do that so that's kind of the setting so I was left with I had a nurse assistant and an LPN and me, I was the the registered nurse. And not 20 minutes after the previous shift left and everyone was gone, a code came in and I didn't know what I was doing. But that LPN and nurse assistant who had been in that hospital for a long time, working in that department for a long time, you know, picked me up and got me through it. And, you know, those kind of people, you know, they led me. And I think we need to open our eyes to who's around us and, and um, 
you know, who can we learn from? It doesn't necessarily have to be the person at the tip of that pyramid who is the leader. It sounds like just from that story, you know, the LPNs, the folks around you, they all come with a wealth of knowledge and y'all put all that together to, to figure out the best outcomes and the best solutions together. Yep. Yeah, it was great. I've uh, I've actually heard that often in um, well I, I work in a hospital down here in uh, in San Antonio and then I've I've spoken with some medical leaders over the last couple of weeks as well the the structure isn't always very pyramidy and you have to do, rely a lot on the the subject matter experts and the people you know experts in their field around you has that often been the case for you when you worked in uh, in, in healthcare yeah, I, I really think that the people that have affected me most is has been the people around me. You know, I've had mentors, friends, you know, Patrice is, you know, a good example of, of a friend that, you know, we mutually have helped each other out in our careers. But, you know, I think it's important to, to surround yourself with good people. And also, the older I'm getting and wiser I'm getting is um, edit out those that aren't that aren't helping you along that are a detriment edit those people out keep them at arm's length keep keep them at arm's length i I like that and and you mentioned earlier you know you didn't have a whole lot of um folks that gave you aha moments but from those people that did lead around you and they didn't have to be the the manager the supervisor what what things did they do throughout the days that you've tried to incorporate in your your career along the along the way i guess knowledge learning learning products, being able to reach out to people, accessibility, and that they work with me in a non-threatening way. But yes, you know, accessibility, trust, just, you know, giving good advice, giving positive advice to help you move forward. So things like that. All those things, uh, just overall, kind of group into just being helpful, that accessibility, um, being non-threatening, someone to trust and someone to give uh, good advice to others. And you touched on it already, but a big, big theme on the show, can anyone learn to lead? So given that those things like accessibility, trust and advice, is are those things that anybody can provide in their workspace, in their community? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I believe that, like we said, everybody can learn to lead. And I think you don't realize what impact you have on other people like that nurse assistant that helped me through the code or, I mean, I work in a situation now, I, I didn't know anything about building homes. You know, I work with builders, you know, my two builders, I'm old, probably old enough to be their grandmother, you know, huge age difference, but we, we work really well as a team because um, they trust me. You know, I think I show them, uh, you know, I give them some leadership advice and they also give me leadership advice and and help us out with our with our customers because building a home is a very uh, emotional thing for people, and it doesn't always go well. Is that a is that like building a home for our, like like a custom home for someone with all the the things that they would want, and then you have to translate that into what the builders need to do? Yes, it's a whole process. Yes. So people can come in, choose what home they want to build, all their design options, and then holding their hand through the process. You know, leading these people as they're trying to navigate this very stressful period in their time, in their life. Correct. And, you know, and I think I give, um, I'm in a position where I can give good advice to my younger builders, but it's important to do it in a non-threatening way because again, you know, I'm old enough to be their grandmother. And, you know, you want them to respect you. So 
but but I also give them the respect that they deserve for their their knowledge. So it's it's mutual. Mm-hmm. It goes both ways. Uh, and so Gwen, we're we're close to wrapping up here shortly, but I did want to give you um, if you had anything else to to add or any other advice for leadership, if you wanted to add anything to the podcast. Um, well, I talked about you know don't count people out that are around you. Anyone can lead. Help give people those tools. Um, I also feel real strongly that um, one one of the things, best things I've ever done in my life, actually the best thing I've ever done in my life has is raised two great kids. And I'm so proud of both of them. And, um, you know, I was glad I could be the kind of mom leader that has put them in such great positions that they're, that they're in now. So start at home with your kids. Start at home. Well, that's uh, that's the show. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Gwen. Appreciate you sharing your, uh, you know, taking the time to share your story and your thoughts. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Our guest today, Gwen Murphy. And for all those out there, you've been listening to the Live Leaderly podcast.